You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Two major events happened this week. One, we have broken 500 thanks to Woo! a 3-0 week from one uh, Christopher Scheim uh, dragging Mutt and I over the 500 mark. And also, for the first time in my life, I have won a breakup. How? How? Funny you should ask, Sean. Oh, God. Because Why did I ask? Because last week, on these uh, very uh, closed-circuit airwaves, I selected the Detroit Lions plus 10. And one uh, Mike Mutnansky in the closing minutes of that game starts texting me saying, oh, my God, I've been watching this game. This is such bull crap. Mutt, in the, and this is just this is my millennial take on this situation Boy, this as well. This is a long intro. Holy man. So, Can we edit that's this, what I said. Yeah, yeah, we'll no, cut it down. Well, why don't again? you guys play along for once? We're letting you go. You guys can, you guys can start your, your own moment, podcast you're, if you'd like. You're dragging you forever. Let's go. Hurry it up. So, so what happens in the situation, Mutt, is like, so Sean and I go head to head. I pick the Browns. He picks the Chargers. In the closing minutes of that game, I don't, when when Shime beats me, you know, big Shime sized balls on the table, completely messes me up in gambling logic and football takes. Yep. He doesn't text me and start, or I don't text him and start saying like, oh, well, you know, Cleveland had the defensive. No, 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 no. He won. He won. He won. He was right. I was wrong. Mutt starts texting me, sending me all these. It's like when you when you break up with someone, Mutt. I know that hasn't happened to you in a long time, long or time, happened in the other you. way. Yeah. But you want to win the breakup. So you don't want to be the one like, all right, it's like, okay, we're done. We're not talking to each other anymore. Boom, it's over. Suddenly on Saturday night, a couple drinks in, fire off a text, hey, you up? What you up to? They don't answer. You text them again, still no answer. I won the breakup, Mud. And I know that you gave me credit on uh, on Twitter, I believe, for the Detroit plus 10 pick. I wish you would have done that about Tampa, but uh, you know, it's for another, for another time. But you know what, Mud? I'm above that. I'm, we're not going to play the audio back. Uh, the you, take you is the take. You can play if you want. You well, I don't have it ready. Can, so. then then, well, you can play it, and then I can, I, read the, it. I can read the play-by-play for when it was 16-6, and they sacked Jared Goff in his own, his own 23, and then couldn't close out the See, game. See, he's losing the breakup. He's going to read the play-by-play. You're going to read the play-by-play and bet that you lost. All right, read the play-by-play. Uh, read the play-by-play. Jared Goff sacked, nine-yard loss at his own 34. At that point, there is uh, six minutes to go in that game. The game is over. They're winning by 10. We're home free. Then what happened? Then they go uh, four plays, pick up three yards, and Greg Joseph misses a 49-yard field goal. Detroit goes downfield, kicks their own field goal. At that point, I'm probably going to lose to you, but a significant teaser bet is still going to be okay. Then Alexander Madison, who I praise on this podcast, is no big downgrade from Dalvin Cook. He fumbles. He fumbles in the closing minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Lions go in and score, take the freaking lead. Welcome to gambling, Mutt. Bailout field goal. Fisher Price, bail my first out bet. Field goal. No, Yank. this was this all right. Was all, well, Mutt goes this to was an all timer. Mutt, with, was a, an Mutt with a one and two week. You hit on Tennessee. Yeah. Wow, that was a tough one against Urban Meyer. <laughs> missed the San Fran Arizona over. You 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 missed that Minnesota. You're eight and seven on the year. I'm up yep. to nine and six. Shine with a three and a week. Hitting on the Chargers, the Cowboys, and the Bills is uh to six and nine. Now, Mutt, nice. I don't know if you're familiar with Cowboys Twitter. But have you seen what has been happening on Cowboys Twitter over the last 24 hours? Yeah, they found a really bad article on the web and have really been attacking they torched it. It's aggressive. It's and it's, it's, it's very upsetting because basically for the last week, Shime and I have known that we're going to go head-to-head on this. And now Shime's got all this fodder of replies <laughs> to this tweet where he's like, he's writing, I see him scribbling him down his little notebook. He's like, oh, Cowboys first and uh, rushing DVOA, like all this stuff that all these Just people salivating. are tweeting at me. Uh, because the Cowboys are coming to town this week. They are playing yep. the New England Patriots. And they 
they're favored by three points right now. Over under 50 and a half. I hate the three-point line. And I'm almost going to break character here because it's just three. What was it earlier in the week, Shime? Four and a half? Yeah, it got as high as four and a half was the max that it reached. Four and a half. Can you believe how fall? Like, what has even happened in it? Like I guess Mike on when you practice is going to practice That's so that it. it's a it's a point and a half for Mike uh-huh. on when you. I, I, I'm completely baffled by this, and we'll get into it. But Mutt, I'll give you the first word on this game. What is your lean on Cowboys uh, three point uh, favorites at the Patriots? I'm going into a lot of sharp people, including John Anderson. But I mean, clearly there there is some buzz about this game, and I, I I've heard. And listen to a couple of podcasts the last couple of days. A lot of people are pushing the, the the Bill Belichick numbers in October. Bill Belichick at home as a dog. He doesn't I, have I just, Tom Brady. They don't. I, thank you, Shy. It's not it's relevant very to me. Simple. No, None of never, those stats never, matter anymore. But I, I'm just. I, I want to. I'll let you guys go because you have a bigger take on this than I do. But I keep hearing it, and I give him the same response, and I get Bill. It's a major coaching advantage, like yes, all time, 100%. against Mike McCarthy. But the talent advantage is all on Dallas. So I, I get that. The, uh, I'm going against the sharp here. And I wonder if the DraftKings line is three. It is. Because in New Hampshire, you can only bet on DraftKings. And I, it's a, just a uh, weird take, but is there a lot of Patriot money coming in there specifically? Because that's the only place you can bet. I'd be I'm curious to know that. Because everywhere else is three and a half, by the way. I'm looking at four of the places. Yeah. It's all three and a half. And DraftKings like, is three. All of the money is on Dallas. Like, I'm looking at BetQL. 78% of the money is on the Cowboys. 91% of the tickets are on the Cowboys. So it's not even like it's, it's 50-50 or the Patriots are getting a ton of money. It, it it's, it's something that still to this moment does not make any sense to me. It is, which is sharp ex- money, and I'm going to be against it. I think the Cowboys win. I thought they were going to win this game easy, and obviously now the, the, the money coming in on, on the Patriots is you know a little bit unnerving to me, but I, I am less involved than you two boys are, so I will get out of the way saying Patriots, uh, I mean the Cowboys minus three would be my play right now. Yeah, so I... I will not bet this if it is Patriots by 3.0. If it goes to 3.5, I'm happy to put a little on the Patriots. I would have loved it more if it got to four and a, if it stayed at four and a half or if it got to five or something. But so, and here's my initial take on this, and this goes into what I wrote and for what uh, the entire Dallas Fort Worth metropolitan area ripped me for on <laughs> on Twitter the last 24 hours. And Chime, I'll, I'll let you respond because I know you have a lot to say about it. Yeah. But the Basically, Mutt, you know the way that the company we works for, we work for, works. We need headlines. We need people to click on stuff. That's how we weigh it. The headline is not even exactly what the take was in the article. All the take was was that they get a lot of turnovers. Yes, that is true. They are being perceived. And, and, and by the way, this might be true for like a lot of defenses. Turnovers in their nature are fluky because yeah. usually mistakes lead to turnovers. And I read the column, John, is right. the Cowboys are a little bit luckier than their record suggests they are. Yes, that's what it, I read that's, your column. That's, ba- that, that's essentially all it is. I'm not saying they're a bad defense, but there are people saying, and I'm not saying you're saying this, Sean, although you may agree with it, I don't know. There are people saying that the Dallas Cowboys defense is this earth-shattering, home-wrecking, oh, no. third-best, de- second-best defense. I'm basically saying that they're like 8th, ninth, or 10th. And the old, an above there's, average one reason, there's one reason why people think that, and it's because Trayvon Diggs has six interceptions. It's not even just the turnover numbers in general. It is literally because of all the coverage Trayvon Diggs' interceptions are getting. And what the coverage doesn't point out is that f- at least four of those, and I'm not saying, again, not saying, I don't even think I need to say this to you two because you two understand what I'm saying. I'm not saying Trayvon Diggs is a bad cornerback. He is an elite cornerback. He probably is by the end of the season. He will be considered a top five cornerback, no questions asked. And some of the fluky interceptions, as I point out, he does. There's, they are great jumps on the ball, and they probably would have been incompletions. It's also fair to point out that Devontae Smith fell, and it led to a pick six. That probably would have been a contested catch. I don't know how Devontae Smith is uh, you know, at, at the catch point like that. Trayvon Diggs probably breaks that up. The Robbie Anderson one. 
he probably breaks it up. It does not lead to a turnover is the point that I'm saying. So the turnover numbers have been fluky. And my whole thing here is that I think that that will – because that, that's not going to make it over a whole season. And against Bill Belichick and the Patriots and Mac Jones going ultra safe, and I know you're going to point out his turnover numbers, I bet, I bet coming up, Shime. But I think that is this is the game where that sort of regresses to the mean and it manifests itself as uh, as sort of a, a fluky number, Shime. So, so here's the thing. This is one of my picks this week. I am taking Dallas laying the three, I and I'm not even hesitating – I was going to take Dallas laying four. I was going to take them laying four and a half. I was willing, because I was just waiting for it, because I knew it was coming. I was willing on this podcast to take Dallas minus six. Like, that's where I was willing to go, because that's how confident. When I, so I do, I I love to listen to the uh, Cousin Sal, Bill Simmons, Guess the Lines podcast, just because I like to do it along with them to get an idea of where my head's at for every specific game. It gives me an understanding of if I have a good feel for the game or not and when this when this game happened and this line was talked about the first thing I said was this has to be Cowboys by five and a half or more like it can't be any less than that and it opened at like three and a half or four and so in my head Vegas was just giving me points that didn't make any sense because yes to John's credit has the Dallas defense gotten a little lucky sure has they're probably still somewhere in that what like eight to twelve range of defenses? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Which is which makes sense to, to be me. fair. Eight to twenty-two is like the same thing to me. Yeah, <laughs> for, yeah. for defense. Sure, but. but when you but when you look at it, we were talking about it today on Gresham Keith. Some of those Patriots Super Bowl teams, you don't have to be in the top five defenses to be a really good football team. Like you just have to be just above average. And, and above 15 is just above average, and I think that's what this Cowboys defense is. They get a decent amount of pressure. They're, they have a cornerback who has tremendous ball skills, and they're pretty good against the run. So, like, overall, they're, they're, they're solid. And then their offense is a top-five offense in football. And the way Kellen Moore has schemed this offense, offense this season has been tremendous. And so in my head, like, on a neutral field, this should have been Cowboys by 7.5. At, at the very least. And so, like, four and a half, okay, I get it, but I just, being at three is just, I think it's, I think it's ludicrous that this line is at three. Um, and I may look like an ass next week for saying all this, but I think Vegas is, they're trying to goad you into, like, betting on Dallas, and I am going to do it. I'm going to bet on Dallas 18 different ways, I'm going to have a crap load of money on them, and... I'm hoping I hit, and I and I think I will because I think Dallas is this good. I think Belichick's a great coach. I really do. But I don't think what he did against Tom Brady has any relevance to what he's going to be able to do against this Dallas team. And if there's one thing we can all agree on, it's that I, I think this is the biggest test that uh, Dak Prescott is going to have to face this season. Because Tampa Bay, through five weeks, has proven to not be Tampa Bay of last year. And that was even when they were healthy in week one. And that's not to take away from Dak. Dak is an MVP candidate. Uh, but look at the it, Chargers like, too, though, right? They had the Chargers a week too. Yeah, yeah, but, they beat the Chargers twenty like, to seventeen I, in L.A. But I don't consider any of the. Well, I mean, as a team, but I mean from a, I mean from like a coaching oh, perspective, def- as okay, far gotcha, as like gotcha, going gotcha, up gotcha. against Bill yeah. Belichick, yeah. the yeah. things that Bill Belichick will throw at Dak Prescott are is probably things that he probably hasn't seen this year. So I, I I'm picking this at if it goes like I said, I'm not going to take it at three. Assuming this gets to three and a half, I think there's a high likelihood it does. I will take it because you do look through a chime. And as far as pressure percentage goes, they're 20th. The thing is, like I said about defense, though, 
ninth through like twenty fifth is like in just especially All through five games. Zone. It's in yeah. the same neighborhood, so I don't that the Patriots aren't much better, but they have Matt Judon. It's not like Demarcus Lawrence is in there, right? Or is that his name? Demarcus Lawrence yeah. is out. He's out for like another month for the Cowboys. They don't have a record the way that the Patriots have a record. And Dallas is Dallas is one of the worst pass uh pass blocking offensive lines by win rate. The thing is that Dak's getting the ball out in like a split and second, they're running so the it ball just doesn't, like crazy. It doesn't matter. Uh, they when they run for over a hundred yards, they're four and zero. And in that in those four wins, the least amount of yards they've run for in that game is one hundred and sixty. Like, and this Patriots defense can't stop yeah. a freaking nosebleed. And as far as coaching goes, the one gap I'll point out: uh, Dallas has the fifth most missed tackles in the league, the most penalized defense in the league. I think all of that adds up. If it's three and a half, I think Patriots can win by or can lose by a field goal. Excuse me, but I, I think it's it's major upset alert. All right, Ma, we'll hand it over to you. Well, uh, hold on, actually, are, you, are you telling people so you're not playing it at three? Wouldn't you just buy it up to three and a half then? Because you're very passionate about the the Patriots here. Would you just buy it up to three at minus one twenty if it doesn't get to there, or are you just gonna sit out if it doesn't get there? Uh, I might like some other games better if it doesn't. You get just there. spent a half an hour talking about this game. You wrote a column about this game. Ten minutes. Oh, I did ten minutes God. on it. Now I'm gonna do ten minutes on why I like Green Bay at Chicago. Then I'll do Not, ten minutes on Carolina. Yeah, I wish I had okay. some. I, I wish I had better games than you guys. <laughs> I did. My, my That's sheet fine. is terrible. My, my, these games. All right. Are well, so gross. well, well. Shine went three and zero. So let let's see the table yes. to him first. So your well, first, no, my your first, first pick, pick is Dallas. Dallas. Right. It's Dallas minus three. I'm taking the Cowboys. Right, and my first pick's New England. So I'm we'll, betting we'll have a, Monko, then. Okay, perfect. I'm Monko betting ahead. a gajillion dollars on Dallas this week. Yeah, I spent a couple of years here on this podcast just betting on Russell Wilson. So I mean, if he's not going to play, That's Gino, tough. let Geno cook. I cut. I got. I got a bet against Geno Smith. Oh, right, no. Coming back, Sunday Sunday night football, go, coming east, playing the Pittsburgh <laughs> Steelers. I, I like Pittsburgh minus five and a half in this game, and really it's a, it's a bet against Geno Smith specifically. You guys have pointed out uh, when I have been blind to Russell Wilson, the reality is like th- that team is a product of just the quarterback. Pete Carroll is probably a tad overrated uh, as a coach. The coordinator there showed up and said we're going to let Russ Cook, decided to run the football with a bunch of second and third string running backs. Now they got to do it with Geno Smith and company. Seattle's defense is not good. Uh, they've been a byproduct of Russ and uh, some, some quitting, being ahead in games and forcing other teams to come back. Uh, and I do like the idea off the, the, the Russ news here today that there's going to be a letdown. He's kind of an Iron Man for that team. He doesn't go. The reality sets in. they got to come east here. It's an ugly game. It's an ugly number. But I could see Pittsburgh getting up a couple of touchdowns and Geno just running around like a chicken with his head cut off and, and not being able to make plays against that Pittsburgh pressure in the second half. So I'm going to take Pittsburgh minus five and a half with my first uh, by three really ugly, disgusting picks this week. Yeah, uh, Mutt, I'm in with you. This is one of the picks I had considered. It's on my short list of games that I thought about picking. Um, I'm with you. I think I think the Steelers win this game. They cover. Uh, before the season started, I'm pretty sure it was on this podcast that I, I thought that there was a chance, and it was an outside chance. It was kind of like a hot take shot here, but like I thought there was a chance that Seattle was the odd team out in the NFC West, and that they kind of fell apart this year. Oh, well, now they are. I there. didn't. I didn't expect sure. Wilson to get hurt, but now with him out, like they're definitely that team. Um, and so I, I think you kind of see the rest of it fall apart. To be honest with you, I wouldn't be shocked if Pete Carroll ends up on a hot seat at some point this year. So I, I, I'm with you here. I, I think the Steelers by five. That could be like a doc is... situation. Like he might see a rebuild. That this is like a this year might show to him that this is a bigger rebuild than maybe he thinks it is, and maybe he's just like, yeah, I can't. I'm not. I'm not doing a rebuild at at 88 years old. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, Shime, we'll see to you, but quickly. Uh, by the way, bye weeks this week. First week of bye weeks. So yep. if Shimer Mutt tells you to bet on the Falcons, Saints, 49ers. Or Jets do not do it. Uh, Shime, your next pick. Uh, so my next I'll take pick the is Jets. <laughs> no, so I, the Jets. <laughs> I'm just gonna. I'm doing this specifically just. 
I, because I ha- I feel like I have to. And and generally when you make a bet that you feel like you have to make, it's probably not a good bet. But in this case, I feel like it is. Uh, I'm taking the Arizona Cardinals, getting three points at the Cleveland Browns. They're 5-0. and it's, it's For me, it's that simple. You're getting an underdog 5-0 and team, and they're a legitimate 5-0 and too, right? It's not like the Bears from last year who started 5-0 and and ended up 8-8. Eight and eight. Like This Arizona team is legit. I do understand that Chandler Jones probably isn't going to play this week. Uh, I'm aware of that, but offensively, I mean, we just watched the Chargers light this Cleveland Browns defense up. Absolutely light them up. And uh, granted, Cleveland did the same thing running the football at L.A., but I think Arizona stopping the run is at least a little bit better than the Chargers. I know they haven't been great this year, but they're a little bit better. Uh, I just think this is a I just think this is a Kyler Murray game, man. I think the I think the Browns are going to be a little worn out after the marathon that they went through last week. It's kind of a letdown game for them here um before they start bouncing back for the for the like playoff run here. So I'm going to take I'm just going to take the Cardinals getting 3 points. That's really what it is. I'm getting a 5 and 0 team getting 3 points. I don't think I can turn that down. Uh, before I give you my second one, quick little uh, breaking news here from Ian uh, Rap Sheet. Yeah. Trayvon Diggs, minor injury, mispractice today, ankle. Yeah, he'll still play. Sean, your your thoughts? I'm still betting the, <laughs> that line Dallas moving? Cowboys. That, that's think, not, that's not going to help it go to three injuries? and a half. He, he just bet the Cardinals. Trayvon Diggs, that's that, the only reason no, people think keep, the Cowboys are good. Keep moving the line towards the Patriots. <laughs> Let it get lower, and I'll keep betting the Cowboys. <laughs> All right, my next pick. I'm going to go. Uh, not this. I think this is sort of an obvious pick, and but I need an I need an obvious win this week as well. So we've got the Packers five and a half at Chicago. Packers are after the week one. People got a little scared. They're back. They're rolling. You've got Allen Robinson and Cleo Mack deal, uh, potentially dealing with some injuries. Matt Nagy still being a complete dumbass about Justin Fields. I wonder. So I was thinking this. It's like, are they going to turn the section to the Justin Fields uh, section of the playbook, or does the the Justin Fields section of the playbook not exist because Matt Nagy exist. never put it there to yeah. begin with? It doesn't exist. They've only they've only ran uh, Fields uh, in the last three games. Nine rushes total. Not not all of those were designed rushes. They were nope. scrambles, and, and it was ten against the Bengals. But most of those were scrambles. Uh, that was that was in week two. So Matt Matt Nagy still being a complete dumbass about uh, about Fields. Packers back and rolling. I'll take the Packers five and a half at uh, the Bears. Mud. Uh, my second of three really ugly picks here. I'm going to take total. I'm going to bet the over uh, in Chiefs and Washington football team. It opened yeah, around 50, 51 and a half. It's up to fifty four and a half right now. Uh, we know that uh, Kansas City is going to miss uh, their running back. He's out. They'll go to the the older Williams there. Uh, maybe they'll run the ball, but it feels like they'll have to throw the ball more in this game. Uh, tenth most combined plays when Kansas City plays, so they've been up-tempo. Washington third most combined plays, and Washington game total so far have been about 56 points per game. Uh, the idea of not being able to run the ball, DVOA defensively. This is this is what locked it in for Both me. these Kansas, defenses suck. Kansas City, 31st against the pass, 32nd against the run. Washington, who is supposed to be good, uh, 29th against the pass. This feels like a back-and-forth shootout that both teams get into the 30s. It's going to be ugly. Kansas City probably wins, but I love the over. I guess my three picks is probably my favorite. Uh, Kansas City, WFT, over 54 and a half, and I won't be shocked that that goes up a little bit more before Sunday. Yeah, Mutt, I, I think you're onto something here. We, uh, Keith and I, for our perfect lineup this week, have three Washington football team members in our lineup. Ricky Seals Jones? Yeah, Ricky Seals right. Jones? Ricky yes. Nails. Ricky Seals Jones, Terry McLaurin, Taylor Heineke. That's what we went with that stack. Oh, so you did the so, double stack. Who'd you bring it yeah. back with on Kansas City side? Uh, we didn't. 
didn't have anybody on Kansas City. Oh, Nick, oh, just a double stack with no bring back. Okay, yeah, I, I just that. okay. I, I felt like Kansas City's players are just too expensive, so we kind of just stayed away. I'd rather go heavier on running back. We'll have to um, check out the perfect lineup online in a few minutes. Good. Yeah, we'll please do. Uh, the Gresham Keith Twitter account. We tweeted it out. So, um, but yeah, so I'm with you. I think that's a. I think that's a great total to pick. Ricky Snails Jones. I feel we were sold a bill of goods about. What are you laughing at? I was told. I, I feel like we were sold a bill of goods about the Washington defense. Oh, we definitely it was supposed were. to be like the best defense in the league. We got me and Shime picking Chase Young to win Defensive Player of the Year. I uh, bought in. I don't know what happened. Like, yeah, we it, all bought in, and we just nothing. They, that that goes to prove because you hear all the analytics nerds always say like defense year to year. There's like really no correlation from year to year on how well the defense performs one year to the next. There are assumptions you can make about roster overturn and things like that, but if there's ever been a better example, it's Washington from last year going into this year. Uh, Sean, your last pick. Uh, my last pick, I'm, I'm going to do it again. I'm not going to make this more difficult on myself than I need to. Um, I'm getting arguably my favorite team in football as an underdog again. I'm taking the Chargers plus two and a half at Baltimore. Um, Baltimore just had a crazy Monday night game, an overtime win. Mm, that was fun. Uh, that was a. It was yeah. It was it was kind of a wild that game. Was financially fun. It was really good. <laughs> it was yep. Financially, loads of fun. Smile. Did you lose uh, that bet too much? No, I just lost the under. I've, that's kind of the other thing too. I have a new mantra. I'm not picking over unders for a little while. I need to take a break. I'm just going to stick to straight games. Um, <laughs> but I just I don't. This Chargers team is so good, and I'm getting them again. It's it's the same thing, same reasoning as with the Arizona Cardinals. I'm getting one of the best teams in football as an underdog. I understand that they're away, they're traveling to Baltimore, so they're going West Coast, but I I don't know that it matters. Like Justin Herbert might be the best quarterback in football right now. He is unbelievable. On yeah. third and long, this guy doesn't make a bad throw. Um, I don't love a lot of the things Joe Lombardi's doing on early downs. Uh, that needs to be better. But I just I think they can beat this Baltimore team because I think Baltimore, in some ways, is stupid enough to not run the football on every down against this team who can't defend the run. Uh, so I just I think the Chargers win this game. I think I think Baltimore is going to have a come down after that Colts game, and I think the Chargers are just they're going to keep riding this high uh, into their bye week. So I'm going to go Chargers plus two and a half. I thought about going Carolina here, but but seeing seeing Shime take the Chargers, I think we're going to go head-to-head on two picks this week, wow. one of them being the Chargers yet again. I'm going to take the Baltimore Ravens two and a half uh, against the Chargers. Um, first off, calling the Ravens stupid, I, I don't... I'm not sure that. No, I maybe said I think they can themselves. be stupid enough. I didn't maybe call them stupid. Maybe they're fooling themselves into Shime ripping rips John Harbaugh's sex life on a on a on Winners Club podcast. Put it on the website, <laughs> Rob Bradford. Um, maybe you're right. Like, because I do think a lot of coaches fool themselves when they don't think their team can do something well. I would really hope that they're looking at the Chargers' like 27th ranked run stop win rate defense, most rush yards per game allowed, most yards per uh, most yards per attempt on the ground, most rushing total. I would hope they look. At at that and say, all right, we can just run the ball over them. But even if they can't, 37 of 42, 432 yards and four touchdowns. Lamar can't throw, though. No, I, I, oh, I, don't I, I would hope he There's, can win that. You know I love Lamar, and I am the biggest proponent yes. of Lamar at this station, but I just... I, this Chargers throw. team is so good. He can't throw. They're good, and uh, I don't know. I don't know, Sean. You're leaving out a big big, uh, big issue on the uh, Chargers. Odea Bushi to, to IR. Yeah, I. it doesn't world, matter. World-crushing right guard. The Baltimore IR. Ravens can't get pressure. It doesn't matter. Uh, Calias Campbell begs to differ this past uh, week. Yeah, but, and I mean, Carson Wentz set a career best in passing yards and completion percentage and like every other – and attempts, I think it was. I mean, keep in mind, like, it, it, it's fair to point out that 
there is a strong chance the Chargers do not win that game last week if half the Cleveland defense doesn't get injured. Well, yeah, so that's that is, fair. That is, it's fair to say. Yeah, but so I look at the Ravens game, too, and with Marcus Peters being injured— yeah, it's but that's just, like months it's ago, just, though. Yeah, but no, no, no. But for the Chargers now, it's just throw to whoever Marlon Humphrey isn't covering. You watch Carson Wentz do it. He threw it at, what is this guy's name? Aaron Averett? Like, his, he is average at best. Like Average Averett. And, and, and you know Justin Herbert is going to see that matchup. And if, if this Averett guy is on Mike Williams, he's going to get torched. If this Averett guy is on Keenan Allen, he's so going to get so torched. So you do think the Ravens are stupid, then? If you think no, that they're no, just going to no, put this Averett guy on Mike Williams no, alone? No, I'm just saying they don't have anybody good after Marlon Humphrey. So you just don't throw at Marlon Humphrey. It's true. And, and, and Herbert's going to be able to throw all over the place. And look, last week, because last week going to that game, one of my one of my the major reasons I was taking the Browns was because I thought they would completely decimate the Chargers' backfield, which they did, which it didn't matter because Justin Herbert is their quarterback. He's so good. <laughs> he is. Like I said, he might be the best quarterback in football right now. So I'm just, I'm not. Look, I'm we're comfortable not, going head-to-head. Head. We're comfortable yeah. going head-to-head head on this. So I'm on Baltimore minus two and a half. Shimes on the Chargers two-and-a-half-point underdogs. Mutt, your final pick. Is this the first ever uh, double up head-to-head? Well, I just hope well, for John's sake. This is how I we don't... break 500, Mutt, as a podcast. Well, see, uh, for John's sake. This doesn't help. It can't, this can't well, you have to go 3-0, and Mutt. That's how this. Ha- that's how this works. <laughs> it's gonna. It's gonna it's me and, like one of me and Shime eat a one and two. Yeah. But like, if here's the thing though, if John loses both these games, I'm now three and zero against him head to head this season, and I feel like he yeah, should be also allowed six to do and that nine again. On the year. Nice. No, if I you, know. If you saying. get to three and zero, you should be able to actually be like the lead host next week on the podcast. Oh, there you go. All right. You direct it for you heard it. You heard it here first. Go ahead, okay. Matt. What do you got? Uh this is this guy. This is <laughs> <laughs> disgusting. Um, Pictures yeah, of gonna, Brash at the Christmas party. I'm gonna, t- I'm gonna take the Cincinnati Bengals laying three and a half at Detroit, yep. and this is such a, it's such a terrible game. But I, as I was going through my, the the rehash of my Minnesota bet last week, I noticed, uh, not surprisingly, after John told me how bad the Vikings were getting pressure rate, that Jared Goff was sacked four times, uh-huh. uh, turned the ball over in that game. Well, you're the one who started yelling He's, at me saying that I know uh, I, I Sewell know. wasn't playing. So listen to your heart. I, I he. he, he Frank Ragnow also out for the year. He's now. also out. So Goff, so Goff has been sacked eight times his last two weeks. He's turned the ball over twice. Uh, Hawkinson, I guess, is going to play. He returned to practice today, but he is limited. Uh, Cephas is out. So they're down to you know a banged-up Hawkinson and Amon Ross St. Brown as uh, their wide receiver targets against the Bengals defense that was his top ten this year against the run. I like DeAndre Swift as a fantasy play almost every week right now, but I don't think Detroit's going to be able to run with that lineup. Cincinnati has done a great job getting pressure after a quarterback. They're trying to bounce back off that brutal, brutal effort against Devontae Adams and uh, the Bengals last week. This is a get-right spot for Cincinnati. I'll take Cincy Lang three and a half. Uh, and I'll also point out this. Wide receivers, 12th most yards allowed. The Detroit Lions is a big Jamar Chase game. Oh big yeah, Jamar Chase hey, game. This another week another guy that happens Detroit. to be in the uh, Keith and Shine perfect lineup. We must look at the same numbers here, Shine. I like this. this. You guys well, must read beautiful. the same stuff. The, well, the other thing too here that I, I like to note is that I just I don't I don't know what it is about this Detroit team. They seem cursed. First of all, uh, secondly. Trey Hendrickson is, I think he's like in the top five in pressure rates right now for defensive linemen. Uh, and I think he's I going right. to, I think he's going to eat Jared Goff's lunch this week. Like it is going to be brutal for Goff. Cincinnati's defense is good. They're, they're like the they're legitimately good. Like last people, year was like, oh, Washington surprised us. They're good. This year it's Cincinnati. Cincinnati's yep. front seven is really good. Agreed. About time. I feel like they haven't had a linebacker in like seven years on that team. So, uh, so all right, Sean, give us your recap. Uh, my recap here is I got Dallas laying three at New England, Arizona plus three at Cleveland, and the Chargers plus two and a half. I think it's is it at Baltimore or in L.A. 
Uh, that is in Baltimore. Yeah, at Baltimore. You that's what I thought. the game. You have to know that. No, 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 no for, idea where no, it's I, at. I could have sworn it was at Baltimore, and I said it was at Baltimore when I was doing my analysis, but for some reason on my phone, on my notes app, I wrote versus Baltimore, not at Baltimore. So I'm picking three road games this week, boys. Ride it. Oh, boy. And I am picking, uh, oh, one road game. So I'm on I'm on Dallas, Green Bay, and Ravens all You're against not on Dallas. the spread. Sorry, I'm on, I, I read it left to right. <laughs> Dyslexia, Sean. Give me a break. I'm on, oh, no, I'm, no, actually, I'm, on, week, I'm on Dallas and the Chargers, actually. No, that was, I said all of that. Yeah, I, I am on the Patriots, the Packers, and the Chargers against the spread. Mutt. Steelers laying the five and a half and home against Seattle. Kansas City, Washington football team over 54 and a half on, the, on Sean Taylor retirement number dig. Way to go, Washington, oh, yeah. to deflect off oh, of the awful God. stuff that happened there this week. And, oh boy, Cincinnati laying three and a half at Detroit against uh, the Lions and their coach who likes to yell a lot and yeah. scream. And you have a lean on the ALC ass, Mutt. Uh, I'm just gonna. I might bet the over in every game. Yeah, I like I, that. My big take Gong on this series City. is that I think this is going to be like one of the most highest scoring ALCSs we've ever seen. I've, I'm actually almost doing the, good chance no McCullers for the series either. Yeah, he's got some issue. He didn't got some forearm that popped up, and it just both teams are awesome offensively. Both teams are gonna <laughs> push the edge, cheat to to know each other's pitches. Uh, this thing's gonna go over, and I think it's probably. Uh, I'm going to go Houston in seven. Che- cheesy Houston in seven, but a very high-scoring series beginning to end. I've got Sox in nine, Shime. <laughs> I'm going to go Sox in six. <laughs> All right, Mutt, appreciate the time. Thank you for hanging. As Boys, always, we'll catch you next week. <laughs> he shut it off before I even Love said it. thank you. You know his hand was like on the power button, and he was probably pissed when I asked him about the ALC ass. He's dying to get out of there. He's probably going to swing up to New Hampshire before he comes down for the show or something. He doesn't right love back, the so. ALC ass, though. I don't know. All right. That wraps it for this week. Week six, we are 23 and 22, trying to keep the momentum rolling. Pretty difficult when you pick two games against each other. But regardless, show content. There's a way, there's a, there's a, we're trying to balance the, the give and take between show content and actually trying to get the picks correct. So mm, uh, that's the, that is the burden that we carry for you, the listener. But uh, if you, the listener, are wondering, uh, within these walls, within this room, within these hallways, if these walls could talk, shout out Halsey. We are a family, Shime. There are other podcasts on this network, including... There are, uh, including the Bradfoe Show, who is getting ready for the ALCS. I think he's even going down to Houston. Um, and he's, so actually, think, he's going to L.A. first to uh, do an episode with Joe Kelly, and then he's attempting to go to Houston. I don't know. Got it. Do an episode with Josh Beckett. Yeah, yeah. He'll, he'll swing out there. I don't know where does Stephen Wright live these days. Will know, he come that's on? A good question. Uh, we also have the hashtag Dork Podcast. They reviewed the Marvel series What If this week. They also oh. did a, a a dink is what they call it a dork short or it a really dink. wasn't that short. But uh, dual dork inco- short dual income no kids. Yeah, on like you uh, and your girlfriend. T- okay, <laughs> on uh, the, the top ten horror comic books. Uh, so go check that on on YouTube, oh. the Dork YouTube panel. And channel. Skate Pod dropped their big Bruins preview episode as well with yes. Bruins starting. Saturday and off night. day pod, of course, will react to Patriots Cowboys Sunday following the game. That's all we got. That is all we got for you. We will uh, recap the games uh, next Tuesday, possibly with a guest. Shime, say bye. 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 Hello, Mutt. Just looking at this breaking news here. How about this? What is this? The Dodgers are going to use an opener tonight in Game 5. Oh, snap. Instead of their 20-game winner. Oh, boy. <laughs> That's baseball, Susan. <laughs> Mutt, give me a Mutt mic check. What? You cut out there. What's that, buddy? I said give me a Mutt mic check. Oh, check, check, check. One, two, three. Check, check, check. All right, should be fine. Two, three. Yeah. <laughs> 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 That's the <laughs>